Hey everyone, welcome back to the Gary V Audio Experience. Today's episode, I interview Abby Brody, CEO and founder of The Mix. We talk about the education system, how it failed us back in the day, how it's failing kids now, and how The Mix plans to bring positive change to a college education. We hope you enjoy. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Hey everybody, uh, really excited for another interview. Uh, starting to try to gear these back up after a year where I probably did two or three. Uh, today's is very important to me. I did this, uh, I did the podcast uh, on, on her incredible platform and I'm a uh, excited advisor and board member of this incredible, ambitious, massive project that Abby is going on that I think as soon as I give her the floor for the next five minutes, you'll see why in my crazy busy world I said sure. Um, and, uh, and I'm really excited and so uh, Abby, why don't you tell everybody here in the Vayner Nation who you are and what you're doing and then we'll poke and prod. Hello and yes, I am, I'm so thankful for your time, Gary, because this is an important issue to everyone. There's not anyone out there who's not a product of education. So I am an educator, but I'm also a futurist and I believe in people and their purpose and making good in the world. And what we know about the education system today we have real statistics, 14% success rate. So of the people that enter higher education, 14% come out served. And served for me just means they graduate, lowest bill, uh, bar possible, that they have a degree that has more market value than its costs. It didn't cost more than its actual value. And three, they're using it. That's 14% that actually follow those criteria coming out of higher ed. And everyone complains, you know, the trillion dollar college debt crisis. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of reason and there's a lot of hurt, but the future is here and I am here and I am working towards and created this company called The Mix where we are, believe that education is personal. And this idea that we can put all students into this one box of like college or not college and these are the roads you have is a ridiculous expectation. And Gary, you talk a lot about how asking 17 year olds to know what they want to do with the rest of their lives is the most absurd concept in the world. Could not agree with you more. And more educators need to come out and say it because our system puts them into a path that they're not even ready to make. So Mix is the future and it's personal where every single individual can say that again because I want people to know the URL and the spelling and all that. Yeah, Mix is here to solve. It is the mix, www.themix.com with a Y because it's about you. It's about your journey, your goals, your interests, and finding the education that maps that, that one, doesn't put you in debt, okay? It, education and ideas should be free. Look at Professor V over here, right? He's spouting, he's telling you, and that's not giving something away. That makes you, Gary, stronger. And educators need to look the same as well. We need to look in the mirror and say, we can do better. And the environments and the college campuses can be more. You know, a current college campus, you're paying tens of thousands of dollars. What are you really getting besides that 8% of the time that's in classroom? The 92%, nothing happens. So that's what the mix is about. We believe the 92% really matters and how you mm -hmm. show up in the world. And that it shouldn't be life versus school. Like, should I go do life or should I do school? No, these two need to communicate. It's both. You can have both. Your education can inform your life and your life can inform your education. And that's what Mix and these, we're enrolling students every week and we're about to change the world in a huge way. You know, the idea that you too, student, can go to Harvard 
or go get a certification from Google and go straight to work and not have to go to community college and go into debt. It's life-changing and it's all really new. So the biggest concern right now going out there is educating the market. So many people are still blinders on college or bus, college or bus, parents especially, right? College or bus. And they don't know that the world has changed significantly in the last year in regards do you to think, Do you think that they don't know or do you think college in modern times has crossed the chasm to almost be religion and that that's the tough part that like you run in circles you you have an illustrious serious education career right you know avenue i mean you've got a real career um do you think it's just an ideology yeah i do i think rightfully so you yep. want your children to have experienced you experience right just like you want your children to grow up in the church if you grew up in the church same thing the problem is the game has changed they can't equate it yes yeah, i want to have the same experience but the outcome's no longer the same the, the experience is not the same either it's not it's not it's, just price, not it's three times the price i mean wages have remained stagnant tuition continues to go like this so the millennial generation is the most disenfranchised most hindered and hurt generation ever by higher education truly criminal activity going on with millennials and the debt they are facing for the rest of their lives so i understand a parent wanting the safe normal pathway what they had they want their children to experience it but we know that doesn't work and it's not serving them and that there are other options when do you have your moment uh, I mean, you know, get, actually, why don't you tell everybody about your career in education real fast because we don't have a lot of time today. I'm sorry, I'm rushing you. I'm recording this while VFriends is still trying to get launched. Talk about trying to educate. Um, give us one minute on your education career because I think it's going to help a lot of parents that are listening right now. Like, you know, this is real now. Like, you're a real G from that world and I, and I have a series of questions about that. So give them that real quick. So my background is I'm an educator by research. I'm a real data scientist and I, we know a lot more about how the brain learns and that's the approach I bring to education. We know for a fact that the brain does not learn from passively taking in information without any understanding of why it's important. That is about 99% of the current uh, education process. That is the pedagogy. That is the approach. You sit, I talk, you listen, you regurgitate. We know that you will not remember any of that. And every person listening, think back to your college experience or high school. Do you remember those classes for any content in there? I mean, don't even talk to me. You know, I basically tuned out at fourth grade. Please. But you do remember some things. You remember that second grade teacher. Ab, I'm sorry to interrupt. But what about, like, when did you, when were you in your field at places like Avenues and other places and said, "Uh uh-oh. You know, everybody has that moment. I mean, everybody has that moment if they transition to the, you know, you're talking about institutions that you used to work and help people strive to get into. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm trying to change it. Trying to gather, yeah, yeah no, that's, and by the way, that's exactly right because like, I change, I'll give you one, let me, let me be vulnerable. I was very against candor and created a little lollipop wonderland in all my companies and now have changed my tune and writing a new book where kind candor is like a big part of the book so like, I actually think changing your mind is the ultimate strength. I also think things change. I also think that college today as an ROI is different than it was 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago. But I'm actually just genuinely curious if there was a, maybe if there was a kid, you know, like I think about myself, right? I was so scolded as you're a loser by, by politically incorrect early, late 80s, early 90s teachers. 
And, and I want, and, and Mrs. Kennedy, Senora Kennedy, big shout out to Senora Kennedy, if anybody knows her, from North Hunterdon High School in the 90s, she uh, really got it. She's like, uh-uh, this guy's, not, this guy's actually gonna be the winner of the whole thing. And I always wonder if like, my then going on to pull that off, how that affected how she taught others, or was I the byproduct of her seeing that in prior students than me? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's... There's two moments, two very personal moments. One was my own college experience. <laughs> so there I was, I went to Duke University. Yep. I was paying the exact same price as all my roommates. They all went to finance and law. And I went into a job that paid $36,000. But yet I paid the same price. And how is that fair? And when I'll never forget is that graduation from Duke, they had all the people there graduating with a certificate and teaching stand. In the audience of thousands of people, there were three of us standing. And I was like, holy, did I like, am I bad? My bad? Like, was this the wrong move? Is this not smart use of this education? So the fact that education isn't aligned with the outcome to me made no sense. And criminal, because who's going to become a teacher? Hence the teacher shortage. Yep. That was the first one. The second time where I realized that education was falling short of making life-ready individuals was when, um, as an adult who's been privileged enough to have incredible access to education and then create one of the best schools in the nation, so I'm an expert in my field on education, found myself completely unready for the world. My husband got diagnosed with stage four lung cancer out of the blue. And I sat up in the middle of the night and I realized I have no skills in regards to personal finance, mm-hmm. in regards to what is a mortgage? Like I, I, I literally, mm-hmm. do, is it a piece of paper? Do I find mm-hmm. it somewhere? Is it a drawer? I had no skills to take care of my two children. And I realized, what if it's not why are these things just like expectations and never taught and how when we always blame it's always blamed they're lazy right they're lazy they're by the way by the way literally this is insane the first part of my entire life you're too lazy the last 10 years of my life you're working too hard and the whole time i'm in my head i'm like none of you know who i am they don't always sleep an hour eight hours a day they don't know that the 16 hours a day that i go hard I'm calm. Even in the storm of this failed launch, honestly, I don't give a shit. As long as everyone in my family is healthy, like this is just business. My, my, you're gonna burn out, Gary Vee. I'm like, no, no, you're gonna burn out because you're anxious. I'm not gonna burn out. I'm doing my hobby. Even when it's like I'm in right now, I'm gonna step out of it for a second and support a friend and put her on my podcast because she's got a big mission. I'm going to play basketball with my little guy. Like I'm just like, I don't give a like, I, of course I give it, I have pride. But like, this notion that these kids are lazy, when I went on to become the face of work ethic, shouldn't that tell you something? Every teacher, lazy, lazy, lazy. How about disinterested in your Mrs. Thompson? That's it. And that's what the mix is, what the genius piece of it is. You should be able to curate your classes to actually have meaning for you. This whole idea- Go, fig- go figure. And you need three credits of you know science and rocks, and you're just sitting there, and that's thousands of dollars, by the way, that you're throwing at a class that you know you don't need, but yet someone deems you need it for this credit. You know, like I love when you say, Gary, you gotta. I love what I do. Like when I'm not loving what I do, I do something else. Well, that's what this generation Gen Z has kind of been brought up to do. They they're able to because they're digital natives take in and get what they want on a moment's notice. Education should be the same. 
There's no reason it shouldn't be. And that's why at Mix, you curate your classes. If you're not interested in taking English 101 and you know exactly that you want to be a social media manager, go do that. Go try it on for a little bit. Because the one thing that we need to tell this youth, which I would love to get this message out there, the, the higher education system was made for the Industrial Revolution, for that economy. Yep. So it's no longer valid. We've known that for a long time. But what we haven't been saying is we've been saying to students, take out $200,000 in loans because that, that'll set you up for life. You're good. You're totally good. No, no, no. These kids are going to have 11 lives. The seven. They're going to have 11. And many of these lives we don't know about don't exist because those jobs have not been created. Like an influencer, content creation, all these new jobs, are. there's a lot more coming up. So for us to pretend that higher education and colleges can give you a one-stop shop in your education, that's just not clear. That's just not the truth. These students will need education throughout their life. So go try something on. Go live a little. Get the certification. Get out there in the world. Break, before I lose you, break down the mix. So the website, the costs, the actual business you're trying to build, yeah. break it down. So the mix is the future of higher education where we are a holistic, you choose the what, okay? So you curate your classes with a team. Those classes can be as cheap as three to you know $425 from the top learning institutions. And this is exciting stuff about online ed, not just the United States, but the world. Let's look at Oxford, let's look at Sydney. Who's the best in the field? Go get taught by them. Don't go to the local community college, get taught by the best in the field for cheaper. That's the first piece. Then you choose where. Where are you gonna activate? So the number one most transformative experience in higher education is going abroad. We need to make that more accessible. It is only for the privileged. So the mix for just $7,600, you get, which is average room and board at a university for a semester. But what do you get for that at a university? You get a dorm room, some cinder blocks, bathroom <laughs> hall, right? Like, what do you get? By the way, by the way, I'm sorry to interrupt you because, oh, go yeah. ahead, finish your, finish your thought, go ahead. Yeah. But at Mix, what you do now is you bring that online education that you curated, that's for you, and then you activate it in Costa Rica, Medellin, get out in the world, get worldly perspectives. Sometimes I, I like to say you have to be lost before you're found. To find your purpose, sometimes you need to stretch yourself. The easiest way to do that, statistically speaking, from educational outcomes is going abroad. So the Mix is an ecosystem of 60 houses around the world where you on that site- Are you at 60 already? No, we will be for it, free it. right now. Yes, yeah, so I, I got I like lost my mind. I'm like no, 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 I've been no, in the, no, I've been no, this V friends tornado. I didn't realize that much happened. Yes, we we're so at three right now. We're at three right now. Costa Rica, Colombia, and here in the U.S. in Miami. And when you're there, you do real world experience. So a graduate from Mix, and this is by the way informed by like people hiring managers like you. You don't really care where they go anymore. It does not matter. We have Elon Musk, all the biggest names saying, I don't care. What I want to care, oh, I care about is how they show up, are they team player, and show me the skills. So a mixed graduate leaves with real work experience because they're doing work in the field, applying their online learning. And that's how people learn, not from passive. They'll do the passive, but then they'll apply it with us. They get one-to-one -one life coaching because why in education do we ever stop and say, what's your purpose in life? Never, doesn't happen one-to-one -one life coaching and we've created like most vibing community ever like what could college campus be if you're in the middle of costa rica with 150 friends about you know wanting to open your eyes and see the world so we're creating a network of like full houses and global students who are traveling the world to make the most and demand more other education break down the people that are listening right now what they should be thinking about as student parent 
or probably the part that I'm most excited about, which is scholarship provider, if they own a business, things of that nature. Break down your three constituents. Yeah. So parents. What should a student what should a student be thinking? Is it as simple as right, this normal way doesn't work for me. This is a better cost alternative and it's gonna be cooler, more interesting, and I'm gonna learn more. And and having a degree now from these other places isn't as automatic as it used to be, so thus this is what might happen. Yeah. What about parent? Because that's the parent. parent is the one. Yeah, and rightfully so. Okay, so parent, they're scared. Is it? Because, they're scared. because, no, because they're I don't know if it's rightfully it. so. It might be circumstantially so, right? Yeah. Rightfully so is I want what's best for my kid. So let me get, and I've had this debate very aggressively with dear friends and business. I'm like, ones that have made their kids go to college and not paid for it. It's one thing if you're paying for it Mm -hmm. and the kid wants to take the bag and hang out and hook up and have fun and learn, you know, like fine. Do you know how many parents make their kids? And when when I say make, I love a really good friend. It was like, I didn't make them. I'm like, yes, you did. I know you. You would say college is important. When you're propagandizing into your kid's head, you know, and you're not paying for it, you. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's tough. It's a religion, right? I mean, you said it best. It's really hard for a parent to take risks on their child. But when parents say, well, you know, anything off the given track is a risk, I say, well, let's talk. We know your track. Let's talk about the risk on that. It's 14%. Succeed, succeed. And when I say succeed, I go like this because 79% of mental health um, don't, you know, are having a beautiful, not healthy lifestyles, whatever success means to you, fulfillment, all those things. So the first thing I would say to parents and students is, you need to know that we're going to be facing a real reckoning in higher ed. It's already happening. So this whole idea of hybrid, and if that would be good for me, no, no, every university will be hybrid in the future. Mark my words, they will have to out of necessity to bring down costs is the only way for their survival. Another thing that every parent should know is that the long-term ROI on education has this much to do with the classroom and everything to do with the experience. So think hard about where they're going and what they're doing with that 92%. Because you understand the 8% really well. You understand class, that's all you're sold. When you go to university and they talk about, they don't really talk about what happens after class. Can we create a more sustainable and interesting environment? For example, why are college campuses the most segregated communities in the United States? When they are the most diverse by numbers. All these things you should be thinking about parents and students when deciding that you're going to incubate your child for four years. And yes, there is party. The party is important. I just want to be honest. Mm-hmm. Party's going to be vibing at mix because it's that's part of this developmental age, and you got to honor it. Learning, you know, and, and throwing up and but, but that but yeah. party is based on like a hundred other variables. Like 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 it's the city you're in. Mm-hmm. Like right. Like if you're in Miami. You don't need to be in college. There's a party every night that's way better than Ohio State. All respect to OHIO. Yeah, not even that. I mean, colleges to survive, they quad you in. It's literally called a quad. They are reliant on your spending power on campus. They don't want you to leave. There's very big incentives to keep everyone on campus. That's not how, how, and then then we graduate from the real world and they don't have a food plan and they don't know what to do. You're preaching. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm so like holding back here, A, because I'm tired of some six hours in like six weeks, it feels like with this B friends. B, I want to I wanna get better at letting my guests speak. C, I don't think there's a single person listening to this podcast that doesn't know where I stand, which is, by the way, 
Why am I on the board of Pencils of Promise? It's building schools. I am a huge advocate for education. The biggest. It's what I do. I was just gonna say you are an educator. So. It's what I do. I just think that people have to be, by the way, I think there's a lot of people that should go to college. Absolutely. I think there's a lot of people that win in that format. No, but, but um, think about, wait, wait, but the kids, please? people from Mix are going to college. They're just doing it online and traveling the world while doing it. They're making more of the experience. They're not just going to get a degree and get that paper and be one of thousands with the paper. I mean, do you, people, do people think you're crazy? When I hear that, like I'm putting, I was just listening to you talk. Yeah. Do your fellow, you know, educators of the past think you're crazy, do, or are they cheering you on on the side, being like, "Do it, so I can come and join"? What's been the reception? The reception has been really positive because there's not an educator out there that doesn't know that how the brain learns. To pretend that we think that the current system actually functions the way people learn and process information, there's not one educator out there. The problem is everyone keeps saying, what's it gonna be and how are we gonna change it? And they keep relying on the institution to change. They can't. They're so big and mammoth and there's always side building and the English teachers and those two people don't communicate because they're in different buildings and different silos. There's no such thing as an English job. Everything is cross-dimensional. You're gonna need all the skills of all those occasions and we need to stop thinking in silos. Let people get the content, specialize in the content at their price and that fits their goals. But we can make the campus experience and get American children out there in the real world getting experience so that when they do step out of college, they're prepared. I mean, 96% of hiring managers say they can't find quality coming out of college. They cannot find workers. And then they have to train them. Well, what if we could do both at once? What if it's not school versus life experience, but them at the same time? So they communicate. So another big issue is these kids, ridiculously so, are asked to pick a major. They have no idea what a public policy major is. And then by the time they're finally figuring it out and they're two years in, they have all this sunken costs and money and they can't get out and they can't switch. So why not have a more exploratory where you find out right away because you're doing the job. You're not just learning about policy, you're applying it so that within one semester, you know you know what, I hate this. That is a very powerful thing to know to make some real decisions, informed decisions about your education. And that's what the future is gonna be and it's cheaper. So I, one of the things we get is how is it so cheap? I get that question asked all the time. Like I'm expecting to pay $80,000. Like how are you telling me 7,600? Because what we do is we leveraged the best of online education, use the internet as a tool to give content, because guess what? It gives it better. You hear it from the best and you do it at your own time and allowing some learners to slow down or for some learners to fast forward, right? And that allows us to then focus on community, what it means to be at this age, what are purpose development, life skills development, you know, at the mix, we teach everything from cybersecurity taught nowhere in higher education, but these kids need to know it because their identities are 100% at risk of the future. We teach them basic things from contract law. This was based off the fact that college graduates can't sign their own lease agreements on their first apartment. Never taught anyone. What's the website one more time as we wrap up here? www.themixmyx.com because you curate your future, no one else. There are no freshmen at Mix. There is Doug's and Caroline's and Sally's and that much because every person gets to create their pathway and find something that fits their pocketbook, more importantly. 
Everybody, please check it out. Hit up Abby. I think there's a lot of people in this community because I get millions through the years conversations around this. This is not just about the students in here or to consider this. This is about people that are passionate about education changing in America and abroad, in the world. And so if uh, check out the website and hit them up if there's anything you want to jam with them on. Anything I just want to add one thing here. Please, really fast. We have just doubled down on our financial aid endowment fund because we are speaking to the class of 2021 and they're hurting. And we are there for you guys. This has been a tough ride. Everyone talked about 2020. Yeah. Class of 2021, we hear you. We're there for you. We have aid. Come, come. Don't let that stop you, okay? Yeah. Education is important. As we end today's podcast, I want to give a huge shout out to the people. You know, it's so funny. People that leave reviews and written reviews of this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and all the other platforms just mean the world to me. You've taken an extra 13 to 95 seconds to show love and also give context to people of why this is a worthwhile podcast. So I appreciate that so much. And even more fun, because uh, I think we all love a little cosign or a shout out or a little awareness. Uh, I'm gonna have the team give a couple of shout outs uh, daily on uh, our favorite reviews. So take it away, which were our favorites this week? Thank you so much, Gary. Today's amazing five-star review reads, Gary is a genius when it comes to relaying a message in a receptive way. Every episode leaves me pumped about the future with his conviction and passion for relaying the positive impact that can ensue from the growth of Web 3.0. We're so glad that you find so much value from this podcast. And to anybody else listening out there, if you leave us a review, you might just get shouted out in the next episode.